Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. Who doesn't like a little Pat Benatar to get you all charged up in the morning? You know, I've talked about this on the Wisconsin Morning News before, but uh, I've read uh, Pat Benatar's uh, biography, autobiography, excuse me, called Between a Rock and a Hard Place. It's really interesting, kind of interesting story about how she uh, became a, a, a hit and what she had to maneuver uh, as a female uh, musician through the the uh, world of uh, m- music and all that she, well, I guess had to put up with. But uh, it's a good good story about her. I got the impression, and who knows, you know, you never know with these uh, artist types, but I got the impression that she leaned conservative. I don't know how I can say that. I can't put my finger on it, but it just seemed to me, is I, I honestly believe sometimes that people don't realize they're conservative. They've just been conditioned into believing that they're not or that they should uh, vote for Democrats. And, and, and frankly, I, in fact, I would, I would imagine that just about every Democrat is conservative with their own money. It's just everyone else's money that they uh, don't seem to have any principles uh, with. So how are you doing this morning? Hope you were able to tune in during the first half of feedback. My guest this morning, uh, Brett Healy from the MacGyver Institute, and I had a I don't know, can you say great when you're talking about Governor Vito? We at least had a a, a lively, perhaps, discussion, a, an interesting discussion, thought-provoking discussion about Tony Evers and what his, what his objective was in this 40-minute budget address. And really what, what uh, ultimately it says is that, well, you know, Democrats are incompetent and they really oughtn't. Is that even a word? They really ought not to be voted for. That's t- horrible English language. My my apologies, but uh, the uh, the sentiment is accurate. We shouldn't. No no one really in their in in their in their right mind. There, that's it. In their right mind, should vote for someone as it should be voting for Democrats and and Democrat policies, subsequent Democrat policies that are harmful and painful to all of us. So if you would like to join the conversation this morning, 715-845-2155, I have a few topics, and I thank uh, our listeners that send in various uh, ideas about uh, things that they'd like to hear discussed. I'm always open to positive stories. Any positive news? Because you know what? It's really hard to find positive news, because you know what? What sells, right? And, And frankly, I'm not in the business well, of course I am. We're all in the business to uh, to make a little ching ching. But anyway, it's it's interesting how the motivation of those that are delivering the news within the mainstream media is really based upon. Well, in my opinion, so much of it now today is is based on a a, a narrative that has been approved, stamped, and approved by the Democrat Party and their allies in the mainstream media. I saw this, this is a quote from Cheryl Atkinson, and this is what she says about journalists. I think there are honest journalists, but the news organizations themselves have been turned into propaganda arms. And even when the journalists want to report it, the data, and they do, trust me, I hear from journalists all the time, but they are working on stories that never get published because it goes up the chain of command and there is pressure and they, the journalists, come to understand that this is not something they're allowed to do. The information was so shaped at every level, there is almost nothing they wanted 
unless it was completely on the narrative, medical and otherwise. That from Cheryl Atkinson, former, um, I believe, CBS, who cares? You know, they're all the same anyway. ABC, CBS, NBC, one of them. She used to, she's a longtime journalist, and now she's an independent, and I applaud those. And friends like friends of the program like Brett Healy, uh, Matt Kittle, um, our friend Jessica McBride from Wisconsin right now, they see after having had some type of uh, journal, journalism-related career in the mainstream that they would rather be a part of something in which they can have some control over the content. Well, most, if not all, control over the content that they, that they publish. And in particular, our friend Jessica McBride started her own, what I would consider to be the only fair and accurate uh, reporting in the state of Wisconsin on Wisconsin right now. And she's going to be joining me on the program tomorrow, so I encourage you to tune in. I have, to, I have to stop and think about, yes, I've got quite a lineup in the morning tomorrow. So, But uh, Jessica will be joining me during uh, the first half of feedback tomorrow. So tune in for that. 715-845-2155. I have a whole stack of things, but hey, I, w- I would rather talk talk with you this morning. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. <clears throat> Good morning, Meg. Neil Mosany calling. Hello, Neil from Mosany. <laughs> I regretfully have to say I only caught about half of... Uh, your interview with that gentleman Brett this Healy. morning. Okay. Well, oh, um, I'll forgive you just this once, but don't let it ever happen again. Uh-huh. Uh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, I've, I've talked to you a couple different times about the horrible family experience that, I, that I've had, yes, and I'm not going, going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, God has blessed me to move to a new neighborhood. And uh, unfortunately, it's infested with liberals, oh. Democrats. Oh, my gosh. Well, your job is going to be to torment them ruthlessly. Oh, I will, and you know that. (laughs) All right. But, see, just a few years ago, um, the the proficiency rate, as as your guest talked about, was 50%. Now it's 60%. -hmm. The school boards, um, you know, their hands are tied with these uh, I'm going to call it unfunded mandates, which is what it is. All, all, uh, you know, the money that this clown in Madison is doing, the money that what, what he's spending, is nothing more than buying votes. It has nothing to do with the benefit of the children. Nothing, absolutely nothing. I agree. I mean, the, look at the COVID cash. Look at the campaign slush fund that Tony Evers used to get reelected. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yes, it just makes me want to throw up. Yeah, it's well, and and sadly, Neil, I wish that we could, you know, I wish that we all could grow money trees like the Wasa, the city of Wasa Mayor does outside of City Hall, and 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 then we could fund our own plat our platform and our campaigns. And I mean, I it really is frightening to me, and I'll I'll. I'll sort of steer towards this upcoming state Supreme Court election and how much money is going to be spent to try to get this leftist into our Supreme Court. So because they because the Democrats realize that they're not going to accomplish anything with divided government with a Republican legislature and a Democrat governor, they're going to legislate through the bench. They're going to get everything they can through uh, sending uh, through lawsuits and through sending everything through the state Supreme Court. And it's horrifying to me that 
everything is in is 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 in peril if uh, if this upcoming election doesn't go as we hope it does in April. And I'm going to say one more thing on that note. All right. I, I I I saw something just yesterday um, where the uh, the Marathon County uh, County Board is going to get sued uh, uh, for taking some action needed action uh, with this filth in the, in the uh, libraries. Now the the lawsuit is going to be First Amendment. Oh, really? Boy, no. Really? All, of sudden, all of a sudden the Democrats like the Constitution? Wow. How can this be? How can this be? I don't know. That's that's interesting to me. Well, Neil, I say pepper. Is, is that the right word? Pepper your lawn with, <laughs> with all kinds of uh, campaign signs and all kinds of pro-American Get your American flag up, whatever, whatever it takes. To turn that is to. my that make that is my goal, All and right. I'm gonna ha- and I'm gonna have fun doing it. All right, well, good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you will. I'm glad you called in this morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'll let it slide that you missed a, a portion of the first hour <laughs> of the program, but you can always go back to WSAU and listen to the gold on uh, that's been posted on our podcasting. So I hey, certainly will. Nice to hear from you, Neil. Take care. Have a, have a, have a nice day, man. Thanks. You too. 715-845-2155. Good morning and welcome to Feedback. Good morning, Meg. Uh, Jeff from Merrill. Uh, I know I called in once already this week, but there's a question that's been burning. I didn't get a chance to speak about it last time. Uh, this early voting thing. Yes. Uh, I'm, you know, and, and I know you're, and, and I guess I, I really don't have anything against it. I don't, I don't have any dog in the fight there. But the uh, the thing that I the impression I get from this early voting is uh, you know I uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of these election clerks these voting clerks uh, with good reason are diehard Democrats liberal Democrats these are yellow dog Democrats mm-hmm. they would rather vote for a yellow dog than vote for a Republican for any reason uh, when you mail your ballot in early. Uh, I, I just get the impression that these kind of people will open that ballot up. They're going to look at it. They're going to mark down that you voted, and then they're going to throw your ballot away because you voted for a conservative. And don't tell me that that isn't happening. Mm. Uh, I, I, that's why I am going to vote on Election Day. And, uh, you know, and I feel that we can still win. You know, Sunday night I watched the, watched the football game where at halftime the Philadelphia Eagles were leading, but then the Chiefs came back, and in the end they had a rousing victory. Let's and be I like think the that's Chiefs, the way, right? You know, All what? Right. I said let's be like the Chiefs and let's win. Let's be like the Chiefs, exactly. <laughs> let's show up on Election Day and, uh, and let's, let's win this thing in the end. Uh, one more quick point. Uh, the the ads that you're seeing now for protozoa out there, uh, <laughs> saying that uh, that Dan Kelly and and Jennifer Doro are too extreme on abortion rights, you know I I, I think they should just say it the way it really is. Uh, we're against people trying to stop other people from murdering human beings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that, that isn't that the, isn't that really what it is all about? Right. Well, and, and you the, know, and I mean, even in the there in the deepest. Uh, corners of their conscience they know in their heart they know what they are I, I mean they may choose to ignore it but they know what they are what they are crusading for is wrong and i i, I agree i'll 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 just use one i'll borrow a line from uh, charles dickens in the christmas carol oh. oh forbade that wicked can't yeah absolutely 
Well, Jeff, nice to hear from you. Thanks for calling in this morning. Yes, and, thank uh, you. Whatever it takes, early absentee or election day, just get out and vote, right? Let's show up with a last-second field goal, and let's win this one. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a great day. 715-845-2155. Good morning, and welcome to Feedback. Good morning. So many good topics this morning. Um, just to get off just a little bit off of this point, they were doing a story on the train derailment in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And this is, this is unbelievable to me when I heard this. They said one of the byproducts of the burn that they did was phosgene gas. Now, you got to be old before that sticks in your head. Phosgene gas was used in World War One as a gassing agent on the battlefield. <sighs> it, it caused the inability of the guys to be able to fight. They can't see, they can't breathe. They, you know, you've got the whole thing. That's why they were using gas masks and stuff. But phosgene gas was one of the byproducts, and they're saying it's safe for these people to be there. It is absolutely not. And our government should be doing something to get them the heck out of there. And, uh, boy, for us, it's going to be a long time for that cleanup. And I can't believe a Republican governor, a Republican senator, and the other guy that's their uh, health person in there is also Republican. And unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's all I've got. Thank all you. Right. Hey, thanks for calling in. Have a great day. 715-845-2155. Good morning. Welcome to Feedback. Hi, Meg. It's Kim. Oh, hi, Kim. Oh, I can I cannot let that comment go unanswered. Oh, well, about the clerks. And you know what? Yes. I, you know what? I thought to myself, boy, if only Kim could respond to this. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I, and 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 I want to make it clear uh, that uh, our our caller right now has some has some inside knowledge on how the the uh, the voting process works. And I. I want to believe, and I didn't respond. I, I some I, I should have said I want to believe the best in our, particularly here in Marathon County, in the honesty of those that are involved in our elections here. Obviously, there are some bad actors that are throughout the country and throughout the world. Let's face it. But uh, I think, for the most part, that there are checks and balances, and I think that for the most part. Uh, that uh, people are honest that are involved in the elections. But you go ahead. Absolutely. There are so many safeguards in place, and clerks are not opening absentee ballots when they come back into their offices. Those ballots are stored in a secure location, and then on Election Day they are brought to the polls, opened by poll workers by a number of different people. It would be very obvious if those envelopes had been tampered with especially our clerks in Marathon County. They are honest as the day is long. They are good people who are doing their civic duty, fulfilling their civic responsibilities to the people who elected them to the position. That is not happening, and I just couldn't let that comment go by without addressing it to it yes, yes well, and that Kim, is absolutely not true and I'll, you know what i'll draw the parallel to and i don't know what it is and and i i really uh i have to i guess admonish those that have this mentality that the second someone gets into i don't know some sort of authority role and i'll i'll use the example of our our representatives, our Republican state representatives and state senators, and and even just our conservative school board members, whomever it is, our clerks, whatever, give them some credit, <laughs> and and right. I mean don't automatically assume that the second that they are in office 
that they are they are up to no good and don't be suspicious of them put some we've we've put some effort into getting them there and and i mean i sometimes resent the fact that uh that there are those that are are highly critical of republicans that are representing us if if you and, and they use they're more critical of the republicans than they are of democrats it's the most peculiar phenomenon to me it is and give people the benefit of the doubt if there's a reason to question their integrity if it comes out that they've done something wrong then you have reason to question their integrity otherwise give people the benefit of the doubt and clerks are not opening absentee ballots and throwing out votes that would be caught, that would be found out. There are way too many checks and balances in place in the process for that to happen. Well, and I say, too, I mean, what if, put yourself in their shoes. You know, how would you, how would you feel, and I'm not talking about you, Kim, but just those who, who are so distrustful of our, 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 those who are involved in our elections and those who are involved in those who are representing us, put yourself in their shoes. What if you were attacked like that in that same way? What if someone said that, that about you? How, what, what, what an attack on, on a person's integrity to, to insinuate without any, I mean, with, without any evidence that they've done anything wrong. Absolutely. We cannot let that kind of thing go on. We just can't. Well, Kim, I'm glad you called. Uh, I'm glad you called Thanks. in. We had a couple of text messages this morning too, and I appreciate you clarifying too. Uh, let, let's just let's just get this out in the open too, because sure. I, I and I mean I here I thought I was I was doing a, a good public service by saying <laughs> hey, and and, and 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 I've been saying incorrectly. I've been saying hey, no, none of us know that. Uh, that today today could be our last day, so we might as well right. vote. That's a right. that's what Democrats. That's bad advice. <laughs> yes, that's bad advice. And that's what Democrats might say. And Democrats well, actually vote on behalf of the dead. No, I'm just kidding. okay. So so clarify that as well. What happens if someone casts a ballot prior to the election and they and they pass away? Their vote would be pulled and it would not be counted. Clerks do keep an eye on obituaries and death notices. And if a clerk or the poll workers have knowledge that you are no longer with us on election day, then your vote will be rejected at the polls. And let's not make the let's not make the uh, leap or the the generalization that the the clerks are looking at the obituaries as are Democrats because they're they're two separate entities, <laughs> and and so the clerks are looking at the obituaries for the right reasons to ensure Correct. that we have fair and honest elections. Democrats Correct. are looking at them for a completely different reason, but I know you don't need to comment on that. But Kim, again, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you have a wonderful day. You too, Meg. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. I'm going to go to a break, and I'll be back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Good morning, and thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. The four hours of programming gold from 5 to 9 a.m. are podcasted on WSAU.com. Be sure to go out if you've missed any of it. It's all gold! (laughs) 
Hey, a couple of reminders. Got a boogie real quick. Five days till the spring primary. Have you heard me talk about this before? Oh, dear. Tuesday, February 21st. You can still early vote. I did it. It was painless. I know some of you prefer to vote on Election Day. Yeah, I used to be in that same camp. But, uh, heck, why not? I know it's it's sort of like game day on Election Day, but uh, I want to ensure that everyone get out gets out and vote, whether, whether it's in person, absentee, or on Election Day. And I stand corrected. Thank you to our friend Kim, who has let me know that if I were to pass away today, God forbid, I had a good life, uh, that my vote wouldn't be counted. So there you have it. And that's ideally what we hope happens across the country and across the state. Although, you know, of course, we can be skeptical of other counties, but certainly not not on our time, not on Kim's time here in Marathon County. So thanks again for calling in and clarifying that, Kim. I appreciate it. Also, the Republican Party in Lincoln County has a Lincoln Day dinner Saturday, next Saturday, the 25th. I'll be there speaking. Starts at 11. If you want more information, you can go out to Lincoln County Facebook page, uh, Republican Party Lincoln County, or their website for more information. Got a boogie. God bless. Have a great day. Talk with you again tomorrow. Ooh,